with your palate cruisers. Show me what you got. What is up, podcast people? Welcome to a brand new episode of Audio Nuts. Uh, your pop culture palate cleanser. I am Eric Oldboy online with Rin, the last man, and we are here to entertain you. What is happening, my man? What is up? Bi weekly podcast. Let's go. We're doing Bi-weekly it. Bi weekly podcast. It's how we do. And uh, once again, the Patreon fans get their early bird access. So make sure to join Patreon. It's cheap and it's awesome. Yeah, listen in. Listen and watch on Friday before everybody else on Monday. Pretty dope. Yeah. And at the very least, if you're not dropping a couple bones for the Patreon, watch us on YouTube because we found out there's some cool filters we could do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Rin's, Rin's rocking the Stranger Things Christmas lights. And uh, I've got my ally border going as a straight white male. I'm happy to represent my people. You know, they I am ally of all of LGBTQ. So that's cool. Nice. Shout out. Shout out. Um, what up? What else you been up to? Uh, working. Surprisingly, we've been getting a lot of um, design work in. Yeah, lots of design work lately. Yeah, so it's been fun. And then we need more. Keep bringing them in. Yeah. If you guys have something you want us to make for you as visual anti, uh, just let us know. Hit us up on the Audio Knots, uh Twitter account. And uh, we're happy to give you a quote. We give you a 25% discount. With the code word audio knots. That wasn't even planned. No, heck no. I'm always happy to give away money. It's my favorite thing to do. 25% off. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's a, a win-win. Win. It's a super good deal. Uh, what else have you been up to? I've been uh, really getting into my t-shirt business. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. I've been watching all sorts of YouTube videos. Uh, people teaching me how to do stuff. And the thing I perfected the method. I think so too. So you made me a sample that you brought to me today yeah. and it was awesome. It was really cool. I was shocked that you were able to make such a dope shirt. It turned out so good. I think one of my hobbies uh, growing up or in the design world, I've been always wanting to like, you know, wear my own t-shirts or make my own t-shirts. Yeah. It's always been so expensive to do it. And so I think I figure out a cheaper alternative but then you used to have to invest like a few, um, you know, a few bucks here and there. But then uh, yeah. we, we've been doing a lot of uh, print on demand stuff, you know, where we don't do anything but but submit designs. And you get a few bucks here and there. But um, I, I've used that money to invest in uh, actual product and to use at home. So I'm able to make pretty cool shirts now. I mean, it's awesome. You're able to do all sorts of stuff from shirts to like, promo type items like you've made these cool keychain things that were really neat i mean oh, it's yeah. really neat yeah i took your uh your number one seller on your t public yeah <laughs> and it came out good i actually think it may have been better than the t public print so i'm washing it right now because i want to see how durable it is and i'll come back and i'll give everybody an honest opinion because it looks pretty awesome i can't wait you you watch and like, it looks terrible. <laughs> the whole thing just peels off. No, I don't I wanna, think so. Like I wanna return. after playing with it, yeah, it seems it seems really good quality. Yeah, I, I hear watched, my dog going crazy in the background. <laughs> I watched my fair share of YouTube and they swear by it. So I'm like, all right, we'll see. Yeah, one thing I know about you is when you you attempt to do something, you go all out. You don't mess around. It's always like the best version of by far. 
Well, it's because like, you know, the best, the best way to learn anything right in life is to actually do it. Like you could do so many research, read so many books, but then you never learn. You, you learn best by doing it because you get all the small things. Yeah, no, I agree. And so, yeah, I mean, it's turned out really good. That's so super exciting. Yeah. And the, the one thing is like, when you ask people, it's kind of like, you know, yo, bro, where's your fishing spot? You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's over there. They ain't going to tell you. <laughs> Nobody's going to tell you the real thing. Yeah. What are you fishing with? Uh, worms. And they're not fishing <laughs> with worms. Yeah. No one's going to tell you how to do things. And you, you basically, I just basically get the general information, go in and learn it the hard way. And I'm willing to share it with people. It just that's awesome. That's how I do it. Follow my TikTok. You know, sort of thing. Yeah, your TikTok's pretty popping. You got some cool stuff going on. Yeah, it's a lot of content, so it's fun. I, I enjoy it. Nice. Are you gonna like post like not only T Publix, but maybe your your like social media TikTok stuff above so people know how to click? Oh, maybe if uh oh yeah, maybe I'll add like more stuff on our videos yeah. up here. Yeah, why not? And you just be pointing like I never know which way to point. Yeah. See, I'm not even on camera. I can't figure out where my color it is. <laughs> it's all reversed. Well, uh, we're, okay. we're in the upside down, you know. We're in the upside down. Yeah, that we noticed that because we use Zoom. Here's a little behind the scenes on how we do this online stuff. We use Zoom to record uh, the show. And we, we we logged in today and noticed they added all these like Snapchat, Instagram style filters yeah. that you can do. And so it was kind of fun, all the different choices. There was one you could even have like the deal with it, sunglasses come come down. You'd be like, move around, it follows your face. Yeah. If any of you audience that's out there has a better platform for us to do this, you know, let us know too. Especially if it's free, since we don't have enough Patreon users yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You guys, trying. We're trying. It, yeah, you guys pay us more. We'll be able to use a better platform. That's for sure. Um, well, let's start the show. Let's get on with it. Uh, let's start the healthy stream. So my first category, as usual, is our dear friends at Disney+. Plus. They have a lot going on. Uh, always, it seems like. They've always got new things coming out. Uh, have you... Have you actually been watching? Because the last couple of casts, you're always like, I haven't kept up. I haven't kept up. <laughs> I have a feeling you're going to say you haven't kept up. But have you been watching What If? Negative. Oh, man, you're missing out. So I'm here to be the What If bro for sure. But uh, the last few What Ifs have been pretty good. Um, the one I watched from this last Wednesday, because it comes out on Wednesdays, is fantastic. It's the best one yet. I feel like I say that every time. Um, they keep ramping him up. I think when they had them all made, because they're all kind of an anthology one-off type thing, that whoever decided they made the eight or ten episodes and said, let's look at them. And then they gave us the worst ones first, and they started building towards the best ones. The latest episode is the What If Ultron 1. And it is so good. It caught me so off guard, because I thought it was going to be your typical oh, Ultron 1, now what are you going to do? And they went real sideways and went full multiverse on us, and it was Ooh. super cool. Nice. Super cool. Yeah, I've been so busy on the weekends, and then on the the weekdays, I've been too busy watching this other show that we'll touch up later. And so it's been consuming all of my time. Now, I can't wait to hear your full review. Have you on the show, the secret show that's coming up, um, have you seen the whole season? Yes, I finished it last night. 
Oh, perfect. So this will be able to give kind of a multi-perspective view because I've only seen the first episode and you've seen the whole season. So that's yeah. that's cool. That's super yeah. cool. Um, also on uh, Disney Plus, uh, throw in the Star Wars theme. I said this last time. It never happened. So I just sat quietly like a dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I totally forgot. Maybe, maybe because this is earlier, the Star Wars theme will actually play. So we'll stop for a second. That was the best Star Wars theme ever, I think. But uh, so they're giving us some Boba Fett news. We we heard uh, at the end of the Mandalorian that we were going to get the book of Boba Fett. And they've given us two tasty tidbits along that line. Uh, the first one is we're getting a Boba Fett special. And it says here that the special is essentially uh, they're calling it a documentary, but it's it's going to be a commercial. What they're going to do is they're going to take all the video that they have from previous movies of Boba Fett, they're going to string it together. They're going to have some like talking heads like us pop up and talk about Boba Fett and how it's changed and what it means and Django Fett and all this other crap. And they're going to inform us. And then I bet you at the end of it, we get a full trailer for the book of Boba Fett. Nice. That's yeah. your theory. That's my theory. Sounds legit. I think it sounds legit. It sounds like something Believe Disney it. would do. <laughs> But uh, so the Book of Boba Fett comes out November 12th. But here's what's interesting about November 12th. It's not just the day that they make that. They're calling this is something brand new. They're calling it Disney Plus Day. Now, I'm thinking that somebody got the idea from the Amazon bros about also making their own day. Yeah. So Disney Plus Day is brand new. But this is actually kind of cool because I just stumbled into this. I was literally trying to look up some information on this Book of Boba Fett. And out it kicked this all this Disney Plus Day stuff. So on November 12th, there's quite a few things happening on Disney Plus. Um, the streaming premiere of Marvel Studios Shang-Chi. So for those that didn't get to see that, uh, that will be on Disney Plus. Uh, Jungle Cruise will now become free for everybody who has a Disney uh, Plus oh, subscription. I haven't watched that. So that's I haven't not a premium. I, I haven't either. And I'll wait. I'll wait till the 12th. Um, you get a couple new original movies. I won't list them all because they nothing I've ever heard of. You're going to get an all new original series of shorts from the Walt Disney Animation Studios called Olaf Presents. Um, we're going to get some new shorts on Frozen. We're going to get a new short from the, uh, the characters of Luca. So we're going to get a short from them. Uh, we're getting a new short from The Simpsons. That pays tribute to Disney Plus's marquee brands, which is kind of funny. <laughs> We're going to get uh, the second season, the first five episodes of season two of Jeff Goldblum Presents uh, the World According to Jeff Goldblum. That's still going on. Yeah. Season two, baby. Wow. Yeah. And then we're going to get a special celebrating the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So there you go. This it sounds kind of cool. I mean, it's a lot of stuff. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff all in one day. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming yeah, they just drop it all that day and they're hoping you'll watch it kind of over the weekend kind of deal. Are you which of those things are you most excited for? Um 
probably like uh, the Cruise movie. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing because that movie actually got decent reviews for how stupid it looks <laughs> because I'm not super pumped about this documentary on uh, Boba Fett. I'm more excited about the actual show. Yeah. And so from this list of stuff, yeah, I would agree. I've already seen Shang-Chi. Uh, yeah, you're right. The Jungle Cruise is that's the hot one there, the hot ticket. Maybe the Simpsons thing might be funny. I don't know. You know, you know what they should have done? They should have done uh, <clears throat> Boba Fett, like uh, a documentary, like in the shadows, you know, that style where Boba Fett takes you and talks, talks to you about behind the scenes. So he's playing himself while taking you through the whole documentary. That'd that would hilarious. actually be super cool. <laughs> yeah, they should have done that. Damn, should have hired us. <laughs> but the one good piece of news is they did tell us that on uh, the actual release date for the Book of Boba Fett. So the Book of Boba Fett, the television show, the one we're actually excited to see, uh, premieres December 29th. So at the end of the year, we're going to get that. Staying on the Star Wars tip. <laughs> Uh, how much of Star Wars Visions have you watched? I'm about halfway. Uh, I finished the the, the uh, wedding one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like so I'd episodes? like. What's your opinion? Yeah. I feel like this is one of those shows you almost have to review and rank it on a episode by episode basis. I mean, you're an anime guy. You watch a lot of anime, so your take will be very much different than mine because I watch yeah. almost zero anime, and so for me. It's been very hit and miss. There's been some that are like, I thought, wow, that's pretty cool. And there are some have been like, what the hell is this? So what, what's your opinions? Yeah, for me, it's like a hit and miss too. Like the first example, the first one, I really enjoy it. Like kind of. And then the second one was like, man, what is this? Like a kid's show. Yes. And then the third one, the twins, I'm like, I really like this concept. I need it more. And then the, the wedding one was like, this is boring. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. Well, at least we're in agreement about that because I thought the wedding one was super boring too. But I thought, well, maybe this is like an anime thing. Maybe anime just has boring episodes like that because there's six zillion episodes of every show. There's no boring anime. <laughs> Except for this one. Well, it's it's kind of like um, they kind of build you up like a mini, mini backstory. Mm-hmm. And in the conclusion, you're like, this is it. Nothing yeah. happens. I am a Jedi. What the <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, it's kind of lame. Like I liked the first episode. It was kind of like a Clint Eastwood, black and white, you know, cowboy style, samurai, Ronin type thing, which I thought was pretty neat. Uh, the second one, I don't even remember what the second one was. I remember was one of them. Rap City. Oh yeah, that one definitely. It was cute, but it felt like it was for kids. And then the one with the twins was a little like that one felt super anime, but I don't know anime. So that one was just weird as hell to me. Like, I'm like, what the hell's going on? This guy's like chopping Star Destroyers in half of the lightsaber. Hell yeah. Freaking dope. <laughs> and then, yeah, the wedding one was just hot garbage. It was not good. So I think I've seen exactly the same amount of them that you have. Oh, you that's it? You haven't watched past that? Well, I think what happens is you see that wedding one. And you're like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I can't watch any more of this. <laughs> But they're so short. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That tells you how bad it was. I think overall for the first four, my favorite one is actually the first one. And I thought yeah. that one was like just okay. <laughs> so, but out of the four, because for me, uh, the story behind a like a wandering Ronin that mm-hmm. was a Sith, you know, it's kind of cool to me. And when he first took out, like, what are you, a Jedi? 
and he like take out yeah that red saber oh shit the sound effect which is like freaking dope too loved it yeah i like that one a lot because i don't watch a lot of anime so i don't know if that's normal but i like that it was black and white with just bits of color mostly red and i really like the the sound effects the sound effects were amazing the illustrations were cool and i agree the story seemed really neat it felt like though like i was dropped into a series two seasons in with three more seasons to go and so it was kind of like what's happening why is this happening that's cool i wish i had more yeah i think for me there for the most part the only thing that i don't like about it is um i feel like it's too computer animated Mm. like like for me computer animating like the backgrounds and most of the stuff it's kind of like the easy way to do it you know right and i think that's probably because they they're out of time you know sort of thing and you know they didn't have enough uh, years or whatever time to have to hand dry or whatever and, and so it, that, it, that kind of bothered me and it kind of takes you out of it too because not all of it's computer animated but then the scenes that are are very apparent and you're kind of yeah. like oh yeah and so hopefully it gets better like what if you know even the last episodes are like better yeah maybe they're, they've given us the more mediocre stuff to start with yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'll keep no, watching it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I'll finish the show. I mean, it's just a matter of time. I can't even watch what if. Like, I don't have I'm trying to find time to watch all these shows. I know we're living in the golden age of TV. There's just so much of it. You could really be choosy and pick the things you like and ignore the garbage that you're not into. Like, I don't mind at all watching an episode of something and be like, nope, never again. <laughs> Moving on. Usually I watch these during my like, you know, lunchtime at work. Mm-hmm. But I've been watching anime at work, so it's been taking all my work lunches. What anime are you watching right now? Uh, I just finished this anime called Fire Force. Yeah, it's a good like firefighters fighting people that are burning and becoming demons. So it's <laughs> it's firefighters fighting some sort of like entity that just lights up on fire. Yeah, so basically it's like a post-apocalypse, post-Earth, yeah. where the world burned, and then they're Weird. like, and then a bunch of like fire monsters comes, and they, these firefighters have like some kind of special fire ability. <laughs> so they're basically but, fighting fire with fire. <laughs> was it good? Was it at least good? Yeah, two seasons. Freaking what good. would you, what would you rank? What was it called? Fire Force? <laughs> yeah. What would you rank Fire Force? Uh, solid eight. Nice. So if you're anime bros, all the anime bros listening and broettes, you guys need to watch Fire Force. What, what, where do you watch that? Is that like a Crunchyroll thing or where do you find it? Yeah, I watched all the one on Crunchyroll. Perfect. Very cool. Do, do you have a paid subscription or do you watch the freebie one? I have a paid with um, the next tier. You know, yeah. there's a lower tier Okay. that you could watch it. Uh, and then the next tier is you could download it. Oh. So, so I'm... Have- I'm paying for that because our wi-fi is so slow that i pre-download <laughs> yeah so it makes sense yeah that's cool so there you go that's awesome uh moving over to netflix uh i watched the third season of sex ed did you see any of sex ed yet um yeah we kind of just binged the whole thing and finished it it's because it was so good so i'm here to at least for me it was easily as good as the first two seasons. This has been a show that's managed to hold its yeah. comedic quality. And if anything, it was still just as funny. 
but I felt like they really amped up the emotions this ep- this season, made you really care about. In fact, the last episode, like it made you care about everybody. Like yeah. everybody was getting heartbroken. Things were going wrong for everybody. Like I damn near teared up. Damn. I think they're really good at like, you know, building this relationship up. And then this one's really bad. And then this one turns bad. Then this one goes yeah. up. And it's like a roller coaster. And just like, you know, teenagers full of emotions. Oh, yeah. And I was telling the wifey that I think they do an amazing job of building the characters. And so they introduce you and they give you this character that you just despise throughout the seasons. And you're like, oh, man, they suck. And then they knock them down and then they build them up into this kind of likable character. And then there's a few characters that you like at first and they kind of make them do rotten things. And you start to dislike them and not trust them and like them as much. And I think that's just really showing a lot of depth of these people because they're neither good nor bad. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, for example, uh, what's what's uh, Eric's boyfriend's name? Uh, Eric's boyfriend's name, the white kid? Yeah. Yeah, because he was a real dick at first. Yeah, he was a bully. You know? Yeah. And now you like you, you care so much about him. Like, and feel bad for him. And you're like, oh, he's trying so hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They've done a really good job. In fact, if anything, they made me dislike Eric a little bit because Eric was my favorite by far because he's so funny and he has that big smile and laughs yeah. every time. But then he kind of like really kind of messes up. And it like, it, like it's upsetting. You're like, oh, what the hell's wrong yeah. with you? He, the thing is like he messes up and then he just kind of like brushes it over. And you're like, what? Come on, yeah. man. You're a good guy, but not anymore. But that's what makes it feel real because you start to realize in the real world, people are, are neither really good or really bad. Everybody's kind of in between. Yeah. And even though they introduce kind of a, a new baddie for this season, I, I almost feel that they're starting to try to redeem her at the end to where you're like, okay, I'm a, now I'm going to feel bad for her too. <laughs> yeah. Because they kind of show you the reasons why, you know, why people do the things they do. So you're yeah. Like, yeah, I get it. I get why they're doing this. So. Yeah, I think that's what makes it a good show. It, it doesn't, they just don't do things because it makes for good TV or it's funny or, you know, like outrageous. They do the characters build up and then they have reasoning behind why they're acting the way they act. And I like that. I'd give this show season three alone. I'd give a solid eight. I'd probably give the series as a whole almost a nine because it just held its, it's held its value. Yeah, I think uh, I give the season eight, but as a whole, it averages to a nine. Yeah. <laughs> Because the first season was amazing. I mean, you like caught us off guard because we didn't know what to expect. And you're like, whoa, I thought this was going to be this real pervy show. And then it turned out to be like really well written. <laughs> yeah, because it started it started real pervy. But like, yay, let's go. I love this show. And then it's just like, wait a minute. This is actually a good show. That's how they hook you. They did yeah. that this season too. Like even if you just jumped in on season three, they give you like a first like five solid minutes of people humping and you're like, Whoa, let's go. And then it turns into it's good show again. Yeah. After that scene, my wife's like, what an opening. <laughs> She's right. What an yeah. opening. They don't mess around. Yeah. It's great. Netflix it's, it's, is on it. Yeah. It's one of the most underrated shows that nobody talks about. Yeah. So if you're not watching sex ed, uh, you should jump in because you got three amazing seasons. Speaking of shows that never get talked about on Netflix, I just saw that they're bringing back um, uh, Lost in Space for the final season. Oh, because we got two seasons. Yeah, so this will be season oh, yeah, three. Yeah. And this is, that's an amazing show that, yeah. for whatever reason, never got the love. Right. And I'm, I'm glad that we're going to... I Supposedly, I think it's supposed to come out in December. So I'm ready for it. 
Yeah, we're like the only podcast that talks about it too. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you want to catch up, you should definitely watch Lost in Space before the third season comes out because that show is really well written. It's well acted and it has decent special effects for you know a TV show. Um, now we have to talk about the big one. This show, there's a new show. You were you were on it before I was. I saw it advertised, but I was honestly confused. If I'm gonna be honest, I thought it was a reality show, and so because of the name. Yeah. And so I didn't think twice about it until you started explaining it a little bit. I'm like, oh, I'm I'm interested. This is not normally my cup of tea, but I'm interested. And then I started reading about it. And this is going to be apparently because of how many viewers it has, the biggest show globally that Netflix has ever had. And we're talking about Squid Game. Uh, let me, let's you've seen the whole thing. You watched yeah. it from start to finish. I've only seen episode one. So why don't you give us a, your review of Squid Game? Well, this show proves how sick people are <laughs> in real life. Like, this is the most popular show, and <laughs> this is this is the show that you guys like the most. Like, oh my gosh, dude, are you serious? <laughs> Out of all the shows, this is the we're show. all so twisted because of the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, it's like we we want to see people die and suffer. Like, oh my gosh, what what did we come to? Oh, I know. So, give everybody a synopsis of kind of what the show is without ruining the plot. Well, it's, it's basically, you know, um, people that are down their luck, you know, so they're kind of like expendable. And then these uh, people take them to play these uh, like kids game. Yeah, children's games. Yeah, children's game. And then the winner gets all the money. And so they choose the people that are like in debt or having like a really bad life, nothing else to live for. And they entice them with money. And you kind of see what what ends they go to to do. Uh, to get that money yeah i i've only seen the first episode and they kind of just exactly what you've said they give you that whole outline of the plot in the first episode yeah. and it caught me off guard how good it was i really liked it um this is a korean show yeah um do you watch it sub or dubbed uh sub subtitles yeah. so uh, i watch it kind of a 50 50 split it really depends on how much focus i'm giving it because i've been watching it at lunchtime and sometimes I'm on my phone dinking around with my fantasy football lineup or something important, you know? And so I'll swap it. It's like, what's nice about watching Netflix on your iPad. It's super easy to swap between subbed and dubbed. Nice. So I'll watch the subtitles when I'm like eating my actual lunch. And then I'll swap it to the dub when I'm, um, when I'm doing other things and dubs usually aren't as good as subtitles for sure. So if you can watch it with the subtitles, you should. But uh, as far as dubs go, it's not terrible at all. The voices are pretty similar to the um, the Korean voices. Yeah, like to be honest, though, there's a few scenes that were in there that you're kind of just kind of like, uh, yeah, I can look at my phone. Yeah, yeah. So you don't need to like 100%. I need to read everything. Right. Yeah, because you kind of get the, I think from your description, you get the general plot in the very first episode and then you kind of yeah. watch it play out. And they, so tell without you, they tell you there's six games, so... Without giving it away, um, does it finish the story at the end of the season, or is there a sequel? Is there a season two coming up? Uh, they finish the story, and then they leave enough to be a sequel. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Okay. So but then it's like it's so popular that why wouldn't they make a sequel? You know, because the money's there. Oh, absolutely. Right? 
if it's the glow their global biggest show there's no way there's not going to be a sequel they'll make sequels or anything think i just saw an extraction 2 teaser i'm like what you guys killed that guy <laughs> that movie wasn't even good you're gonna make another one so there's no way they're not making a sequel to this yeah i think uh for me i recommend watching it in sub because like the koreans they're very very expressive when they talk or when they act and when they do stuff and like their language is very expressive like they make a lot of noises you know <laughs> and then they do a lot of like expressions with their face and you have to like you know the dub version's not as good as the sub yeah agreed and i've been trained my whole life watching sub because i watch a lot of anime right <laughs> so it's not a big deal for me but you know like our, one, of, one of our colleagues said that it's too cultured for you <laughs> it's funny bro bro that's fine it's uh i liked it so i've only seen the first episode and i would give the first episode a solid eight um does it maintain its awesomeness the entire season does it start to get slow boring does it maybe lose some of its panache as it goes on what do you what do you give it it's 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 kind of it maintains its uh it's like craziness some of it some of it kind of drags but then you kind of like uh they catch you right back up. There's one episode towards the end that I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is terrible. Why did they do this? But really, is it a yeah. filler episode? No, it's just the people they do, <clears throat> the people they choose to um kind of highlight. Yeah. You'll you'll get you'll once you get there, I'll tell you. Okay. Yeah, it's still fresh enough that we don't want to ruin it for anybody else. Plus, I haven't seen enough to even talk about anything past the first episode. How many uh, episodes did you say there were? I think nine. Nine. Okay. Yeah. Nine hour long episodes. So that's nice. Yeah. That's a solid. If you wanted to binge it, that's a solid day's worth of TV. Yeah. Cause we were watching uh, on uh, Sunday night. Yeah. And then we got up to, we ended at seven. And I'm like, all right, we'll watch it tomorrow, you know, for example. And then my wife's like, no, I need to know what happens. And so I went to bed and she like finished it without me. The whole thing? The, the last two episodes. That's awesome. Yeah. But then she rewatched it again when I watched it. So, Is it one of those shows that would be enjoyable during a rewatch? Like some shows are like, man, I, I can't wait to see this again because of all the things I may or may not have missed. Um, I don't think so. Like for, for me, it's like uh, if you know what's going to happen, it takes the fun out of it. Oh, got it. It's like, you know, the first game, you kind of know the outcome of the first game. So you're right. like. I thought, too, what kind of jumped out at me was the visuals. It was really cool. Some of the visuals and some of the music, the childlike music they would play. Like when you realize that they're basically in this giant board game worth of stuff. I thought the bad guys looked kind of cool. They looked like a bunch of like microphones head guys. You were saying that they look kind of kind of sus. Yeah. <laughs> So they, they were all imposters. I, I thought, and they all had like PlayStation logos on their faces. I mean, there was there was a lot of visual things that were kind of exciting. Yeah, I think pe- what people enjoy about it, it's the contrast between, you know, really kid-friendly games and they make it like super gruesome. Like, oh my God, what's happening? And then like like any any good show, the villain, it's kind of like, oh yeah, he's, he's doing a good thing. Yeah. Oh. So the, when you get to the end that you feel a little thanos with them, that you're like, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It's like, it makes sense. But then, you know, on like your perspective or his perspective or her perspective, it's, it's pretty bad. But like, right. Like overall, you're like, I get it. 
Nice. So yeah, if you're feeling like being more cultured like us, uh, you definitely watch Squid Games because uh, it's it's so interesting. It's a fun new concept. And yeah, you know, when you first told me about that, well, I've seen I've seen shows where people compete and they're the human targets and those kind of things. And but this is a lot different than anything I've ever seen before, and I really enjoy it. Yeah, I went in thinking that was a movie. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> the show. Yeah, what yeah. are you gonna do for nine more episodes? You know, like oh my gosh, they did a good job too, kind of like introducing you to the main character and kind of showing you why he's down on his luck. And you can assume from learning about the main, I don't know if they introduce you, give you more backstories on the other characters later on. Yeah, they do. They okay, uh, they kind of like catch you up on everyone's uh, backstories and make you feel for them. But I think they did a good enough job with giving you the right away the main character so you can assume that everybody else is in a similar situation so you yeah. start to understand why they would even participate in something like this man but shout out to that indian guy man his korean's pretty good <laughs> there you go maybe he's been born and raised in korea who knows yeah i thought he was gonna play like a you know i'm half korean half indian but he plays straight up indian and his korean's awesome so that's that's good pretty cool, that's man. really good um, do you have anything else on Netflix before we move on? Um, Squid Game consume all my time, so that's pretty much it. That's why you couldn't watch What If because you're too busy watching the Squid Game. And like, what if this guy dies? You know, and you're like, what if I keep watching Squid Game? <laughs> squid, 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 squid. Uh, over on Hulu, I've still been watching Why the Last Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like the movie or that TV show got like very mixed reviews when it came out and I haven't finished it yet, but honestly it's no worse than a lot of things I've watched. So I think that maybe it got some unfair hate because people thought it was too woke or whatever, mm. but uh, I've been enjoying, it. I think the characters have been developing quite nicely. I like the acting. I like the overall story. So it's kind of fun. So I'm, I'm going to stick with it and I'll keep letting everybody know if it finishes solid or if it goes awry at some point. Nice. I didn't have anything on Amazon Prime. Have you had time to watch anything on Amazon? <laughs> no. Yeah, me neither. Uh, over on HBO Max, uh, they did release season three of Doom Patrol. And I, I've been watching that a little bit. I've seen the first oh, nice. episode and a half. And quite honestly, it's it holds. It's, it's right, takes you right back to where you were. The one thing I'd recommend is really maybe find one of those YouTube videos that gives you what's happened kind of catch up because they give like a you a recap? little bit of yeah yeah they give you a little bit of a recap but it's it's not enough like i was as i was watching I'm like oh yeah oh yeah and it kind of sucks to go oh yeah the whole damn time you gotta watch the video like what you need to know before season three exactly because there was a lot of shit i was like wait wait oh oh yeah oh yeah and then there was one scene where i thought that it wasn't what it was and then it was what it was and i was like oh okay so they're definitely They've been ramping up the the madness, the kind of the off the wall antics, and they've ramped it up even further in season three. So they're not afraid to be as crazy as they want to be. Um, if you thought, if you've never seen Doom Patrol and you thought like Suicide Squad was wacky and crazy, you gotta watch, you gotta watch Doom Patrol. It's twice as wacky and crazy. Nice, in a good way, right? In a good way, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the rest of it, but so far, yeah. If I I've really enjoyed the first two seasons. And so season three is picked up right where we left off. 
Um, I, I'm liking it so far, and I don't want to give it a number review quite yet because I haven't seen enough. But if you dug the first two seasons, you would definitely want to watch season three. Yeah, I remember when I was trying to convince you to watch it. <laughs> well, I was afraid because I was very anti DC. You know, I'm like, DC sucks. They don't make anything good. And this is very un DC. It's not a very DC type show. I like it a lot. I still need to watch it. And I still need to watch uh, the Titans show too, season three. And I still haven't even watched any of the Titans, even though I said I would. I haven't had time. I know. There's so many goddamn shows, man. Like I said Golden Age, baby. I also saw too that uh, they were talking about Free Guy. And they're like, where's Free Guy going to go streaming? Because I guess Free Guy would be able to stream it in November. And one would assume it would end up on Disney Plus. Not the case. It may eventually end up on Disney Plus, but it's debuting on HBO Max. Nice. Yeah. For everybody that has HBO Max, you will be getting Free Guy. For free? Or, well, I don't know if it's for free. It's for whatever you pay for HBO Max. (laughs) Which we've learned is there's a variety of prices out there depending on what kind of deal or offer you may be on. Uh, I don't think I really had any other TV tidbits. I've been watching the new season of Survivor. It's been okay. Uh, Big Brother has been kind of awful, not very fun. Um, there's They re-released all the shows. All the network shows are back out, and they all still kind of suck like network shows suck. So it's kind of all I had for TV. I've been seeing a lot of like um, ads for the one with the to- Toby. No, what the hell is his name? Eric from that 70s show. Oh, Home Economics. Yeah. Have you watched that one yet? So I saw, we talked about this last, not last episode, I guess it's been about three episodes ago. I watched the first season of Home Economics and it is really fun. So it's one of the better network shows, but I have not watched any of the new season two episodes yet. Okay. So it's actually a good show. Toe for Grace is the name you're looking for. Toe for Toe. Yeah. yeah. You're, you're in the right yeah. vicinity. Yeah. No. Yeah. Home economics is a good time. It's basically about adult siblings. One of them's super wealthy. One of them's kind of in a career dilemma and one of them's poor and how they all kind of interact with each other and their kids and those kind of things. So it's kind of fills the gap of if you were into modern family, it kind yeah. of fills that gap. Speaking of Toe for Grace. Yeah. I think I might go see uh, Venom this weekend. Oh, my God. We got to talk about that. So you're going to go see Venom, Venom, Venom. Venom part seen- two. It's terrible, dude. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be a date night. Awesome. Looks terrible. You're going to be so sad that you wasted your money on it. <laughs> I have a, well, I have free, I have enough points for a free ticket. So I'm, I'm paying for a half. Okay. That's the only way to go. I mean, that movie, I don't know. I'm super excited to get your review of Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage. Carnage. Because I asked uh, asked Kid Danger, I'm like, hey, bro, you want to see Venom? Only kind of like half joking, you know, to see if he was even into it. And he's like, no, please. He goes, I won't even watch it when it's free. (laughs) It's Maybe my low expectations going to make it fun. Yeah, maybe that'll help. If you go in like not expecting anything, it might be great. I'll tell you maybe uh, next week. Cool. I noticed that because Venom is popular again, that weird Venom song by Eminem is like oh, being yeah. used like crazy on TikTok. And I'll, like, I can see my family's all about TikTok. And so I'll walk past in a room and all I hear is Venom, 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 Venom. <laughs> like, what the hell's going on? Oh, speaking of Venom, the other day I was driving and this mother after it had like a Mustang. And had the Venom logo on the back and the what? Venom logo from the movie. I'm like, 
of all the Venom logo, you choose the movie to put on the back of your car. Like, it's probably his favorite Marvel movie. He's like, I your, love me some Venom. This is your favorite Venom. It kind of stinks because Venom is such a good comic. I really, I was uh, at the introduction of Venom when it first came out. And I was super stoked on Venom. I liked the idea of it. And I just, I did not like the movie. And so um, it kind of stinks because I feel like Sony doesn't treat their characters with quite the respect that Disney does. I just want like a little cameo of um, Topher and uh, what's that new Venom's name? Yeah, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Some kind of cameo. They're like, what? <laughs> just like one of those Spider-Man things where they're yeah. pointing at each other. That'd be yeah, pretty good. Yeah, why not? Well, they should just multiverse it, right? Bring them yeah. back. I mean, they're multiverse and everything else. Yeah, it'd be hilarious. I'm all for it. So, uh, Venom, there you go. Uh, let's uh, take a quick break, and we'll come back with our tasty trailers. Need affordable graphic design? Visualantidesign.com should be your first stop. High-quality work at low, low prices. Perfect for every need, from corporate to personal. Visit visualantidesign.com now and request your free quote. And for a limited time, mention Audio Knots for 10% off your first project. Okay, we're back, and I got a, I got a nice fistful of tasty trailers today. The tasty trailers. Yum, 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 yum. Um, let's start over back on Netflix. Netflix finally, after all the teasers, gave us a full trailer of the new Stranger Things season. And uh, personally... I think it looks pretty cool. It looks like a old time scary movie haunted house type thing. What's going on with Stranger Things? What do you think? Yeah, after I, I started watching it, like, what the hell? This is Stranger Things. What's going on yeah. here? It reminded me of like The Conjuring or something, you know? Right. Where it's like a horror movie. And then after watching, it, like, what about Russia? Where the hell's Hopper? Like, <laughs> what's going on here? It, I, and I like that it didn't just say, hey, look, we're going to bring you right back where you ended. They're like, what the hell's going on now? It's some new mystery that these kids are digging around in this house that clearly has something really wrong. It looked more yeah. haunted than it did, you know, upside downish. Yeah. And I'm like, that's cool. I'm down. Yeah. Well, what's with the clock? Well, you know, like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So um, the new Stranger Things is out. They even at the end of the trailer, though, they don't give us an exact date it just says 2022 so i don't know what that even means does it mean early 2022 late yeah. 2022 it's gonna be halloween dude you think they're gonna save it for next halloween oh so. that's so long I mean, scary like a haunted house maybe so halloween so long uh, uh speaking of scary trailers uh sandman sandman is a, a vertigo imprint so sandman is a comic book uh, Vertigo, I'm not sure if they're still owned, but they were owned by DC. So technically it's kind of a DC thing. Um, I believe it was written by Neil Gaiman, who's like one of my favorite uh, comic writers. He also does a lot of good novels. But uh, what did you think of the Sandman trailer? Um, I don't really know much about Neil Gaiman. My wife loves him, by the way. Mm -hmm. Shout out to my wife. Nice. Um, it looked like... It didn't really give me enough to be excited for, like, because I don't really know anything about it. Yeah, it was but, almost oh, just kind of okay. like a bunch of Satanists bringing in something terrible, and yeah. they bring they bring the Sandman to life. We summon death. Yeah, so um, I know that the Sandman series ran for a really long time, 
And so they have a lot of content to choose from. So hopefully they do it right. They treat it correctly. It should be, uh, it should be creepy and scary. And uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it, even though you're right. They don't give you a lot in the trailer. Yeah. Well, I don't really know what to expect. So I'm going to go into it with a blank slate and just enjoy it for what it is. Yeah, no, I, I'm excited for the Sandman. I, I don't know. I can't, I'm trying to think of what other Neil Gaiman things have been translated into like movies and TV shows. I'm sure there's other stuff. Stardust? Come on. Is that man. one? Well, yeah. then there was that other one too that was on Amazon with the angel and the devil that like hang out. Oh, Omen. Omen. Yeah. Good omens. omens. Good omens. Good omens. Yeah. I never actually saw that. Did you? I saw like the first two episodes and I kind of stopped. Oh, well, that 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 worries me a little bit. So um, hopefully Sandman, I think, was probably one of his most popular creations. So um, hopefully they do it right. Uh, my next trailer, and this is the weirdest one. I, this is not based on anything I've ever heard of before, because a lot of the stuff we're talking about, you know, Stranger Things is a, a series. Uh, Sandman is based off a comic book. The couple of trailers I have after this are based off of anime and previous shows. But this one I, is, seems like a brand new idea. And so I didn't know what to think about going into it. And as soon as I clicked on it and watched the trailer, I immediately thought, I want to see this. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it a lot. And I'm talking about the movie Don't Look Up starring Leonardo DiCaprio. What did you think of that trailer? Yeah, when I, I was watching it, I was like, from the creators of Step Brother, Anchorman. I'm like, ooh, ooh, I like those. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, this looks so silly. I'm all in. Yeah, because it's like that. It's from Adam McKay. Anybody knows Adam McKay? He's made a lot of great funny movies, but he started to, in his career as a writer, director, move into more of satire. But he does a really solid satire. Like he did the yeah. big short and things like that. And so, and he's just loaded this film with an amazing Everybody. cast. And so the basic concept of the movie is a meteor's coming to kill us all. I mean, why not? I mean, we're all used to these kind of things anymore. And the scientist who is uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, he's like a Michigan State scientist, so nobody takes him seriously. Which, if you there's a second little um, like short scene in the movie you can yeah. watch, which is really funny, but uh, they don't take him seriously, and he's starting to stress out about the fact that Earth's about to end. But you've got uh, Jennifer Lawrence is in the movie. Ariana Grande, Timothy Chamalt. There's, I'm looking at the list of actors and it shows Chris Evans, but it doesn't say his name. So he must be like some hot cameo we don't know about. But Jonah Hill, Jonah Hill is just in there being the most Jonah Hillish he can ever be. Is he the president? No, the president is Meryl Streep. Oh, I thought he was the president. It'd be hilarious. No, he's like the president's like right hand man or something. Um, I'm trying to look at some of these other names. You got Kate Blanchett, Matthew Perry from Friends, Kid Cuddy. You know, it's good whenever you get Kid Cuddy showing up. Gina Gershon, Tyler Perry, Ron Perlman, Hellboy himself. Uh, who else we got? Anybody else good? I'm skimming the list. Michael Chilkis. Uh, yeah, man, this thing, I mean, it's loaded with stars. Was and Will the best Ferrell in there? If he is, it's not on this cast list, oh. but it wouldn't surprise me because he's best friends with Adam McKay. Because I thought that I, I saw him on the rocket ship. Oh, that could very well be another like hot cameo. Yeah. That wouldn't be shocking at all because they've been working on projects together till we go all the way back to like those early, um, what were they called? Break, something break. 
where they made like skits for the internet. And it was, if you remember that Will Ferrell skit where the little, the littlest landlord, the little girl comes yelling at him about paying his rent. That was written and directed by Adam McKay and starring Will Ferrell. So that's how long they've been working together. Yeah. Maybe he's like a cameo spaceship goes up to the meter and dies and that's it. <laughs> probably, probably something like that. But the best part about this movie is it's a, a Netflix movie which is amazing because you think with all the stars be going directly to the theater and it comes out just in time for Christmas. This is December 24th and I'm genuinely of all the stuff on this list. I'm looking so forward to it. And I just, I just know in my heart that's going to be good because a Leonardo doesn't do any bad stuff. He doesn't pick bad movies and uh, I'm just happy with the cast and the writers and everything. Yeah, you see him just like out of breath. <laughs> what the hell's happening? He's straight panicking because no one will take him seriously. Because he's like sitting there trying in the trailer, trying to convince the president and her staff that the end is near and they need to do something. And they're like, hey, this happens every day. You know, last week it was this thing, and the week before it was that thing. The world's always ending. I bet the very end, Leo's like, don't look up. And then everybody dies. That's probably how it ends pretty cool and then just goes right into that moonfall movie yeah so uh yeah yeah i think everybody should look forward to this at the very least watch the trailer um another netflix man netflix is just bringing the heat they're spending some money uh they're converting the anime cowboy bebop into a live action show what do you think about this and have you ever seen the original uh cowboy bebop stuff uh my opinion is you should not make anime into live action just don't do it period it never never works never works you think it could eventually work maybe it's the wrong people doing it or it just it can never work i just for me it's just if like you're taking an anime they took cowboy bebop because cowboy bebop is like a very popular anime right and yeah. they're like we're gonna take their audience and they're gonna love it no we don't we don't want it we just want to leave it as a classic and that's it and he, even though it has my boy John Cho in there, I'm just like, yeah, who looks awesome, by the way. I don't know Cowboy Bebop from nothing, but I saw a side by side of the anime in his version, and he's he's rocking the part. The very wise looks, yeah, and like the the, the uh, they gave you like the opening scene too, the, the mm-hmm. opening credits. They made it all like anime looking. I'm like, yeah. ah, I I couldn't I couldn't do it, man. I'm just I can't. I'm curious if they're going to go full Scott Pilgrim on it. And it's kind of like, you know, when they're like fighting and stuff, weird animation stuff will happen and they'll have all the, they'll try to like combine the two pieces of media, the live action and the anime together. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'll probably watch it just to see, to see uh, how, how it is. I get my honest opinion on it, but. Could you tell if it was a TV show or a movie? Um, it looked like a, I don't know. I don't know either. I think it should be like a series. Okay. The best part is it debuts really soon. comes out in November. Like November 12th. Yeah. It's not long. I mean, we're basically, well, by the time everybody listens to this, unless you're on Patreon, this is come, we're in October. So. Yeah. I think John Cho's biggest, uh, gripe he had was, uh, the age difference. Cause like in the anime, he's supposed to be young, like. 28 or something like that oh he's too old then but yeah john shows like uh he's like 50 or 50 or something 40 he's old yeah he doesn't look old but no, he's he looks well. good for his age but he's on the older end 
he probably is one of those things where he's always wanted to play the part and it just didn't become available to now. And he's like, screw it. I'm doing it anyways. Yeah. He's like, I grew up my hair for this. I'm playing it. It's kind of like Donald Glover, you know, childish Gambino wanted to be miles Morales so bad that if they offered it to him, I'm sure he would still do it. <laughs> Even though he's way too old. They can just CG their face to make it, you look younger. You know, that's true. I mean, Doc Ock looks pretty good. Yeah. Um, my final trailer also on Netflix. They've been dominating the tasty wow. trailers. All trailers, huh? Uh, yeah, yeah, all of them. <laughs> um, uh, Tiger King Part Two, which caught me so off guard because I thought to myself, how the hell are they gonna do that? We saw the entirety of the story, and so they're promoting it as, hey, you didn't see the whole story. There's a lot more. There's some stuff after the story that we showed you. There's a bunch of the story we didn't show you. There's new details you didn't know, and it should be just as crazy as before. And I don't know. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. But I love the first one. They're like, you know, when the, he he burnt that house with all the tapes, we recover some. So here's season two. Let's go. And we got video of him burning the house down. Yeah. Yeah, you know, honestly, because that Joe Exotic guy is such a weirdo and he's so captivating as a character, even though he's a real person, that I would watch it just to see more of him. He is such a weird guy. Yeah. I feel like everybody's going to watch it. Everybody that watched season one is guaranteed to watch season two. Yeah, and this is another one that comes out fairly soon, too. So Tiger King 2 is coming to Netflix on November 17th. So we don't have to wait too long to get our our tigerness on. And the best part about Netflix is they give it to you all at once, baby. Yeah, Netflix has not gone to that model of one once a month. So I appreciate that. I watch it on my own time, okay? You don't tell me when I get to watch things. I tell me when I get to watch things. And it means all at once. <laughs> um, I think it's time. I think it's time to dip our toes in the news jacuzzi. All right, so I only have a couple stories, but they're both they're both good ones. Nice. Um, my first one is the big Mario Brothers news. Um, they decided to make another for you, you youngins out there. They've made a live action Mario movie before. Another one. Another one. They've decided to make another Mario movie, but the the um, the audio cast is kind of interesting. It's celebrity stuffed. Now, whether or not they're the right celebrities is the question. And there's been got a lot, there's been a lot of flack on the internet kind of reaming this, the voice choices. So are you ready to hear this? I'm sure you already know, but pretend yeah. like you don't know. Yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know, wait, Chris wait. Pratt. Oh, let's, let's do this. You name the you name the uh, actor, okay. and then you name like what they're known for. So people can like imagine who they are. They don't know the names, you know. Oh, you mean that what the actor is known for? Yeah, like Chris okay. Pratt. No, he's Thor. Just kidding. <laughs> okay, we'll try this. Chris Pratt uh, of Guardians of the Galaxy, Star Lord himself, Jurassic Park. You know, yeah, those that are his guy. two. Yeah, that that guy. He was also the voice of uh, the Lego Movie dude. What was his name? Everything Ernest. is awesome. Yeah, Chris Pratt. You know, your lovable Andy from Parks and Rec. He's been cast as the lead in the Super Mario movie, which, by the way, is just dubbed Mario. So it's a me, Mario. Uh, we're going to hear Chris Pratt do his best. It's a me. Um, he is Mario himself. 
And I love Chris Pratt. He's one of my uh, bromances for sure. And I absolutely don't understand this casting other than the namesake. I think because if you, if you go on to cast more, they yeah. have the actual Mario guy in there. So I would think that when Mario is doing his Mario stuff, they have the guy doing his voices. But when Mario is talking like normal, it's Chris Pratt. So it turns out that Mario just kind of like amps it up when he's like playing. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's me. I don't normally talk like this. And then that's the actual Mario guy doing the voice. But when he's talking normally, hey, I'm Chris Pratt. I can't. I can't wait. Uh, Okay. So the next voice is one of my favorite actors, but it also is a confusing choice. Uh, Charlie Day. So Charlie Day is best known for It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He's also become a really popular meme. He's the guy going like this to all the weird crap on the board. You know, whenever someone's yeah. trying to explain something overly complicated on the interwebs, Charlie Day is there pointing at his weird board of strings. Uh, Charlie Day has been cast as Luigi. I, I don't know. I, just, I feel like they have these voices like that they do and you're like you're gonna associate actors and actresses to them and you're like how well that's just it because chris pratt and charlie day have very unique voices you would yeah. recognize charlie day's voice anywhere while at the same time mario and luigi we all kind of what they sound like too you know they're like italia plumbers you know <laughs> and so it's like okay strange all right all right so we move on to the the less Less big portions of the cast. We have uh, Anna Taylor Joy. So Anna Taylor Joy is most popular for The Queen's Gambit. Yeah, uh, that was, by the way, a fantastic show if you haven't watched it. And she was also in that awful New Mutants movie. So that's horrible. Don't watch that. Uh, she's kind of one of these weird hots where you look at her sometimes and you're like, man, she's hot. And then other times you look at her and you think, oh my god, she's what the hell? <laughs> Every weird lady. I- Every time I look at her, I'm like, she is so long. Like, <laughs> she's just long. Everything about her is long. That's such a specific critique. <laughs> go, go look at her like like her, like when she goes to like the shows where she's all dolled up, you know, like those fancy yeah. dresses. I'm like, she's so long. She is tall and skinny. So I, I get what you're saying. She is a very long human. That's such a good <laughs> description. So uh, Anna Taylor Joy is playing Princess Peach. Eh, maybe, maybe that'll work. I guess I don't know Anna Taylor-Joy's voice as much as the first two, so maybe that one actually will work. Wow. Yeah. Um, now we move on to another voice. This voice is super popular. I would recognize it immediately, and so this is also a very famous actor, but strange casting. Jack Black. The one and only Jack Black, who's been in a multitude of movies, I'm sure you've seen from Tropic Thunder to what's your favorite Jack Black movie? Nacho. (laughs) Nacho. Uh, Yeah, Nacho Libre himself. Uh, Jack Black is playing Bowser. Yeah, Um, maybe that works because I feel like I don't know. Like in my mind right now, I can't imagine what Bowser sounds like. So maybe that one will work. I don't know. I wish, I wish with my of all my wishes that Jack Black dresses up as Bowser for Halloween this year. Oh, he has to, right? Because that's he's so be... he's so big right now. He's part. <laughs> he has got. He's been, and he, the bigger he gets, the less clothes he wears. Because I follow him on maybe it's TikTok. It's one of these social medias, and he's always out there in like a speedo dancing around. It's hilarious. Yeah, he, he's so body positive. I love it. 
he's a genuinely funny guy and you get the feeling from jack black the, the interviews i've seen that he's just an overall nice dude i'd like to be friends with jack black okay moving on so now we have keegan michael key now you're going to best know him as he from key and peel you know he's a funny guy he's been in lots of tv shows lots of movies always the sidekick never the star uh michael keegan peel or excuse me i gave him the wrong last name uh michael keegan michael key is playing toad uh what do we think about that because i also don't know does toad really say too much i've only heard him make some noises yeah dude that's the thing with this movie man there's just a bunch of noises I don't know, but the, the star power is certainly not lacking. They did not mess up on that part. Um, the next name is genuinely a huge name. There's like so far, the smallest name on here has been Anna Taylor Joy. Um, Seth Rogen. I mean, another huge star. Another guy, by the way, I would love to be friends with. I would smoke a bowl with this guy in a heartbeat. Seth Rogen is playing Donkey Kong. And of all the people playing any of the parts, that one feels the most right to me. I can't wait for Donkey Kong to laugh. <laughs> I wish I could, like, if I could learn one thing in my life, it would be the Seth Rogen laugh. Yeah, man. That's, that's me so, so good. So good. Uh, next, we have Fred Armesian. You'll know him from Saturday Night Live, Portlandia. He's also been in a ton of side character type bits. He's playing Cranky Kong, and I don't even know what the hell Cranky Kong is, so that's a new one for me. Uh, Kevin Michael Richardson, I don't even know who that is, is playing Kamek, who's also a character I don't know. Kamek? And finally, Kamek, that? I don't know. Maybe it's a new character, like a villain for the show itself. And then comedian, they had to mention comedian here because no one knows who this is either. Sebastian Manny Scalco is playing Spike. And Spike, I think, is that guy that, see the one that has just a turtle with a with the horns on him? I think so. Like, yeah, a, it, like a mini boss? Yeah, a mini boss. Exactly. So that's Spike. So uh, what do you think? Are you going to go watch this? By the way, I said live action, but this is animated. This is an animated 3D movie with uh, huge star power. Whether or not it's the right stars, I don't know. Can you imagine, though, like live action? Like they do, they do like SpongeBob where they're animated and all of a sudden they go into the human world, become human, and it is Chris Pratt. <laughs> That honestly, I would be more excited about. If there was a, <laughs> a live action movie with these guys, I would be amazing. I would sign up for that in a heartbeat. They turn human. I don't know. They should, at the very least, show up on like Saturday Night Live or something and play live versions of their characters in like really bad, like Spirit the Halloween store costumes. Yeah. They got one year to, to promote this, and let's go. Yeah, for sure. So I don't know. Are you looking forward to it? Is this, are you? Do you want to see the trailer? Then you'll decide. I think um, if my sister-in-law doesn't take her kid, I might take. Yeah. I might take him because you know I'm like his favorite uncle. <laughs> so, and he loves Mario. Yeah, and I feel like this is the kind of kid movie that it wouldn't look so weird if me as an adult man went to. So I might go to it if the trailer looks good. So I'm gonna I'm a whole I'm gonna reserve my critique of anything until I see the trailer. Yeah, it's kind of like when we first saw the sonic trailer it looks terrible right i watched it like this is actually pretty good not too bad yeah, <laughs> yeah. agreed yeah. yeah so yeah so it means it can be done yeah okay so my next story my only, my last uh uh story of the news uh, jacuz has to do with our friends over at amazon and they're doing something very futuristic and it's coming very soon uh how much would you pay 
Mr. Rin, to have your own Wally style robot rolling around your house, throwing out Alexa style advice and uh, recording things. 50 bucks. $50. Do you, do you know how often I use, I use, I, I can't say it because I have one in my room. <laughs> call, can you call often, it the echo? Yeah. How, how often I use it? Like yeah. never. Like only time I use it, like how is the weather? <laughs> you know? So I feel like my, my house is very, it's very much a smart house. Anybody who watches on the YouTube can see all the weird shit we have going on in the background, even in this room. But I've been a big fan since the smart homes kind of de- debuted. And so I have all sorts of random stuff connected to my Alexa. And so the concept of this actually sounds kind of cool to me. But uh, let's give you a little bit about it. So Amazon has introduced a brand new toy slash utility for your home to add to your, your smart house. It's called the Amazon Astro. And it glides all around. <laughs> I just want to say Astro Glide. Uh, the Amazon Astro... Uh, is a robot it looks almost like a it looks like the front of one of those like vacuum cleaners that has the ball in it but uh, instead of going up to like an uh, a vacuum handle it's got like an ipad glued to the front of it and so uh, it's an alexa based robot for your home and it looks kind of cool there's a lot of people already worried about privacy issues like because this thing has cameras on it and can record things like that but i don't know what can you do about that it's like I don't know why people are so worried about that when everything else is already there. You know, like they're listening, they're watching it. They could do yeah. anything. If you're already into this kind of stuff, like I am, I'm very much under the understanding. Excuse me, that I'm both being recorded and like they're hearing my audio and they're seeing me because I have blinks in my house. I have rings on my door. I've got uh, echo in literally every room of my house. I got iPads and phones, and I have all these devices everywhere. So I'm. I'm not even concerned about that. So then I start to look at the utility for the value. I mean, what does it do that's going to make my life better for the price that they're going to charge? So nothing. (laughs) That's correct, I think. So this new autonomous household robot uh, is debuting. So its debut price is only going to be $999. Only. That's a lot of money. (laughs) Only $999. Well, I say only. Because after if you don't pre-order this bad boy, and you got, I think you start pre-ordering it soon. Like you may even be able to do it now. Uh, if you don't start pre-ordering it and nabbing it at that nine hundred and ninety-nine dollar price, it jumps up to fourteen hundred dollars, actually fourteen fifty to be exact. After it officially debuts, so once it's out and about, it's going to cost you uh, a cool four hundred fifty dollars more than if you buy the first day one. That's a lot of that's a lot of change, man. So let's talk about the the technical specs of what this thing can do. Um, it, its dimensions is fairly small; it only weighs about twenty pounds. Uh, it has a eh, just shy of a two foot kind of footprint of what it does, and it's like I said, it's a rolling thing, so it rolls around with its literal iPad head driving around. Um, it's got a lithium ion rechargeable battery that can achieve a full charge in only forty five minutes. Kind of cool. Um, it says how long it lasts is really dependent on your usage. And it has a camera. It's got a 1080p periscoping camera. So one of the things in the video that they showed trying to make it seem like something you might want, one of the utilities is uh, it can watch your house for you while you're home so or while you're away. So say you're at work, you're concerned about the cat. 
You're concerned about the dog. You're concerned about, oh, shit, did I leave the oven on? This little bad boy, you can drive him over to the oven, and it will go, and his little head will raise all the way up to see if the oven's on. You could like, get different views of different things. So I can see at least that is a little bit of a cool thing. How cool? I don't really know. But that is one of the things I kind of, like, highlighted. It has a 132-degree diagonal field of view, and it extends 42 inches from the floor. It has a 5-megapixel bezel camera and a 10-inch HD touchscreen that displays a 1280 by 800-pixel resolution. Um, it is obviously Wi-Fi and Bluetooth capable. It has a USB-C port. Uh, the audio is a front-firing speakers with passive bass, whatever the hell that means. It's got uh, a processor, standard processor, two Qualcomm processors in it with whatever the Amazon neural edges. That's probably something, you know, customized to them. Uh, it comes with a cargo bin and a cup holder. So if you wanted to, you know, drive your beer around the house, I suppose you could. Um, requirements. You'll need to activate an Amazon account and be running iOS 13 or higher or an Android 8 or higher to make it work. Uh, it says indoor use only, so don't be taking this bad boy outside because you'll be very sad when you break it. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I just, I have a hard time thinking how it's going to be enough value for a thousand bucks. I mean, other than driving it around and checking on things and having, like I said, I, I already said I have an Amazon in every room. I don't need one to follow me around so I can ask it questions. I'd rather just spend the money and buy me like a uh, iRobot. It could actually vacuum, you know? Right? And that's about the same price. The really good iRobot's about a grand too. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm always a fan of new technology because I believe even the dumb things lead to better things down the road. So but it's curious to see how it works. It talks about how it connects to Alexa Guard and it connects to Ring Pro Protect. So it seems like early on, they really are selling it as a security device. But uh, I think it's for rich people to kind of be like, look at my cool robot, honestly. <laughs> Man, and this episode is sponsored by Amazon. Yeah, I Amazon. <laughs> yeah, I wish too. Yeah. They should give us a... Uh, should give us some credits. They should send us one. Send us one. And we'll test it. We'll tell everybody if it's dumb or not. Send us two, you know, because my, <laughs> my house is one story. And yours is two stories. So That's true. Yeah. Supposedly like a Roomba, it's smart enough not to fall downstairs, but also like a Roomba, it can't get its ass up the stairs. So you have to decide you're going to have to have two of them, one for upstairs, one for downstairs. I mean, how does it even work? I just don't, I just can't justify the usage. Like for, for me, like, what am I gonna use this for? Like the, the best usage I could think of is like if I'm in the kitchen and my wife wants a, a bag of chips, I'm like, hey, crypto or astro, bring my wife some chips. And it, yeah, maybe like other than the security stuff, the only other like utility I could even think is maybe if you had like um, somebody who was bedridden or maybe handicapped to some degree. They could use it from a stationary position to communicate around their home with other people. That might be kind of cool. It might be worth something like that. But otherwise, it seems like a complete waste of money. It's kind of like a, a what's his face? Sheldon in Big Bang, where he's a robot yeah. with a face. It could be like that. You're like, controlling it. Hey, dude, that, I need, that is, I need a beer. 
that is the perfect example. This is exactly like the episode. So anybody who's ever seen the episode <laughs> that Ren is referring to, Sheldon decides he's afraid of everything. He's going to stay in his room. And he creates essentially the Amazon Astro. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, you're right. It could be that, I suppose. I, that is curious though. I wonder if you could do FaceTime on it and just like roll around and actually talk to people from it. Yeah, like, hey, bring me a beer. And it brings you a beer. Yeah, the picture of it, I mean, it does look cute. It's very cute. If it was, like you said, $50, I would, I'd buy that in a heartbeat. But, uh, and it shows it sitting next to like a dog bed for some reason. <laughs> it's going to replace so your pets. Maybe that's what they're going to sell it as. Hey, who needs a pet? This thing doesn't poop. It doesn't eat. You just got to charge it. Damn, what if your, what if your cat's like destroys it, you know? Like- oh, my cats would definitely destroy it. <laughs> Cats would be ripping like last would be the last thing I saw is a cat slamming into it. Fifteen hundred dollars gone. Yeah, gone. So that's it. That's the only story I had. I think it's time to wrap this bad boy up and stamp it. Unless you've got anything else you'd like to mention before we go. Uh shout out to Amazon. You can send <laughs> us uh, two robots. We can test that out for you. And uh, send us robots on the show. And that's Absolutely. it. Um, hopefully you enjoy watching Squid Game. Um, uh, shout out to all the Patreons. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> shout out to everybody who's thinking about joining the yeah. Patreon because it's never too late to join. We appreciate it. Maybe if we get enough Patreon users, we could buy our own Astro and you can become like the third member of the cast. Yeah, like have people call in. That'd be kind of cool though, like. <laughs> <laughs> we just found a use for it. Yeah. <laughs> perfect cool right on all right well let's uh wrap this bad boy up and we'll seal it with a bow and we will see you guys all on the flip side bye show me what you got squid 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 squid